Hey everybody and welcome again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm one of the pastors at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today we're going to look at just a, such an encouraging text, especially for those who are young. You know, oftentimes we think about the church and we think about life and ministry and, and there is much expectation placed upon the shoulders of those who are who are. Uh, older in their faith, those who have had a few decades of following Jesus. And, and listen, there should be, an elder should be someone who is fairly experienced in following Jesus. But sometimes when we when we elevate the wisdom of age, at times we can end up diminishing the importance of the next generation. And we can even begin to belittle those in the next generation and not see the, the value of the next generation as there are young men and women who are striving to pursue Christ, to glorify God, to live lives that are above reproach. And so today's text is really, it's a text for the next generation as an encouragement. And it's a text for the previous generations as a reminder and an encouragement for the way you can edify and build up and encourage the next generation. So let me show you what I mean. Our text today is 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 11 and 12. Paul says to Timothy, he says, command and teach these things. Well, what things? All of these things that he's been describing over these last four chapters. All of these hard topics that have been discussed. All of these moments of challenging those who do not believe the true gospel. He says, command and teach these things. And then he says this, let no one despise you for your youth, but... Set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. He says, Timothy, you're, you're, relatively speaking, you're younger than many that you are leading. And because of that, you might find yourself timid and unwilling to say what needs to be said and do what needs to be done. You might try to always just take the back seat and never embrace responsibility and lead. But listen, Timothy, that is not the expectation. Rather, you should not let anyone look down on you because of your youth. See, just because someone has more years does not mean that they are more mature and it does not mean that they're wiser. See, Paul has sent Timothy to this location to, to do a task because he knows Timothy has it in him. Timothy might be younger than those he's leading, but Timothy has it in him. And so Paul says, don't let anyone look down on you. Don't let anyone despise you because you're young. Instead, you set the standard. You be an example to, to watch this, all believers. Don't just be an example to those that are your age and younger. Rather, be an example to all believers. He says, set the example in speech. Your speech, the way you talk to others. Let it be the kind of speech that other believers should emulate, that other believers should follow, whether they're older or younger. In conduct or in life, your general manner of the way you live. Let, you, let your life be the life that is like an elder that is dignified. Like a deacon, it is dignified. The life that is above reproach. He says, in speech, in conduct, in love. Let this be your motive. Your, your motive shouldn't be to rule and to reign. Your motive should not be to be right in all things. Your motive should be primarily to love. Now, you have to lead. 
He's been commanded to do that. You have to be right about doctrine. He's been commanded to do that. But let it all be done with love so that others, even if they, if they disagree with you, even if they're older than you, they know that you love them in faith. Don't become discouraged. Don't let, don't let your grip loosen on sound doctrine. Don't become overwhelmed and depressed. Instead, continue trusting in the Lord, in his promises. Have faith in God's faithfulness. And finally, in purity. Don't get mixed up in vices that will pollute you, that will mar your character, that will decrease your dignity. And he says, instead, you are to be an example in purity. Here's the call then. If you are a younger believer, if you're if you're in your 30s or in your 20s uh, or in your teens, there might be those who are older and you might feel like, you know what, I'm just a, I'm a young guy or I'm a young gal. I don't have much to offer. Stop that. Stop it. Instead, set your eyes on being the example in speech, in life, in love, in faith, and in purity. Let this be who you are. Don't let anyone look down on you. Instead, follow Christ. And then to the older generation. If if you've, you know, aged a little bit, if you are one who might be a, a senior saint, don't despise those who are young. Pray for them. Affirm them. If you see them, be an example in speech, life, love, faith, and purity. Tell them. Go and grab them by their shoulders, right? Or in an appropriate way, look them in the eyes and say, I see you following Christ and I am so thankful for that. Go to them and say, I am praying that you continue to pursue faith the way that you are. I I pray that you continue to be strong and be an example. Build them up, encourage them. It will mean the world. And this is how the church is strengthened. When the younger generation doesn't let anyone despise them because they are living for Christ, and the older generation affirms it and builds up those who will follow in their footsteps. Isn't this a great, great text, a great joy to be part of the church? And this is our ancient way for our modern day.